Blog Talk Radio. This is Creativity and Play. I'm Steve Gilbert. And I'm Mary Ellis Long. You can find us online and be notified of future shows at Creativity and Play. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Creativity Play and download archived editions on iTunes. Our guest today on Creativity and Play is Marganita Hughes, a nature art teacher, an award-winning children's book author and illustrator, a naturalist, and founder of Let's Go Outside Revolution. Marganita Hughes, welcome to Creativity and Play. Hi, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to be here today. Well, as we've already been talking about, there's so much to talk about. And uh, before we get into all the good things about nature and creativity, maybe we can start off uh, with what most of us probably read in the news regularly about the disconnect we seem to have from nature, whether we're kids or adults, but often it seems to be focused on the kids and our lack of recess and our lack of stepping away from electronic play and games and and getting out to reconnect with nature. What's sort of the state of that as you see it right now and, and what what role do parents and educators also play within the, the disconnect part of this equation? Okay. Um, if you'd asked me the same question about five years ago, I'd have, I'd have been deeply, deeply concerned. Um, but today there's such an awareness now, as you say, we see it in a lot of the media and we're hearing about this disconnection. Um, so we are addressing it. Um, so now um, there's wonderful organizations like the Children Nature Network, which was started by Richard Luce, the author of Last Child in the Woods. Um, <clears throat> and so we have these um, wonderful organizations and groups um, actively um, helping to engage children with nature. And we're very, very much aware of the problems. There's boundaries and there's barricades that um, that need to come down and um, but that's a it's a long process but um, things are changing things are beginning to happen and it like you say it's not just the children about five years ago I was concentrating very much on um, connecting the children with nature um, because they were at the forefront but if we if we look deeper um, we have to address that it's actually the adults have this big disconnection too and that's really what my new program is all about it's rediscovering our own deep-rooted connection with nature and finding time to nurture our own personal creativity as well and that's for parents educators um, organizations because it's the it's the adults that that basically take the children out into nature so we need to rediscover that deep connection first in order to um, take our children out there and expose them to the wonders of the natural world I uh, am reminded as you're talking Marganita of a time where I was, well, several times actually when I've been with adults and um, some adults in my own family, and where we are on a hike and the kids are um, call out, Nina, what is that? And I'll yeah. stop and, and, we'll, and we'll get down on the ground or we'll kneel down really close and we'll talk about a flower or um, some uh, doll pop up in front of us or the bark on a tree or what 
or the soil and the mud and yeah. the, everything, you know. And the adults will just, oh no, we got to march on here. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. just a really common um, thing that happens to me. I know, into in our family. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, the children are natural um, investigators, explorers. They're they're that, that they're full of wonder um, and curiosity. So nature is this amazing, beautiful playground for them, um, and we tend to kind of forget that um, as adults. <clears throat> And it's about um, rediscovering our own um, child within to, to get back there and get to their level and see it from an eye, a child's um, eye view and um, point of view. And so it's, it's rediscovering our deep-rooted connection and finding time to nurture our own personal creativity. Um, nature nurtures that creativity within us. And we're, as adults, we're, we're in a society where it's just so fast um, but parents take their iPhones um, along on a nature um, trip and journey as well. So there's this, this constant distraction as well. Um, and, and children are seeing this. You know, we're, we're the role model. So it's about getting back to the simpler things in life, leaving the cell phones behind, um, spending quiet times in nature with our children, just to appreciate the beauty and the wonder of it all. I, I, I go back to simple things like if you just even spend um, 10, 15 minutes watching the sunrise, getting up early to watch the sunrise with your children or, or watch the sunset, um, these are beautiful, magical moments um, that, that really stay with a child. It's a beautiful bonding between you. You don't even have to speak. It's just that being connected, that oneness, being there fully in the moment, being fully present. And nature, that that beauty allows us to um, feel that, that oneness when we allow to stop everything, just slow things down and put the cell phones away um, just to be fully in the moment. It's beautiful. What about urban families, Margaret? Yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> I lived in Edinburgh. I'm, I'm from Scotland originally. I've been in BC for 10 years now. And I lived in Edinburgh um, in the city for 10 years. And there's an abundance of nature in cities. There really is, if you want to find it. But it sometimes maybe takes that little bit more effort to go out there and find it. But it's definitely there. Um, going on a bug hunt in the city, you're going to find a spider everywhere. So the possibilities are huge. And um, finding spiders, bugs, lifting up rocks, and there's always a tree. And you can sit quietly under a tree in the city and observe and um, the birds, the insects, what's visiting the tree. Take a piece of paper and a crayon, a basic basic things that don't cost any money, very, very little money, um, and place your paper on the tree and do a bark rubbing, um, take a leaf, ask the tree. We always, when we're taking something from nature, we ask. Um, it's about showing respect, honoring the tree, um, and taking leaf and doing a leaf rubbing. Uh, so there's many simple things that you can do with the children in the city and to help connect them with, uh, reconnect them with uh, nature. We talk about a disconnection, but there isn't. There's we're, 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 we are nature. Um, it's part of who we are. If we go back to um, cave dwellers, uh, they were they were expressing themselves creatively. So we're, we're we're part of nature. We're highly creative spiritual beings, 
And if we look back at the cave dwellers, they were expressing themselves through their art on their caves. They were um, dancing and singing around the open fires. They were um, creating music um, with their, their drumming. So <clears throat> it's, it's in our DNA um, to, to, to meet and have this connection with nature because we are nature. It also, there's this need to be creative because it's inbuilt. It's part of our DNA to, to, to have that connection with nature, to be nature, to feel it, to have that oneness um, and to be creative. So yes, we can do that in an urban setting. Um, also, Excuse me. If we're stuck in a flat like I was um, in Edinburgh, we were three flights up with two young children. Um, we brought nature into the house. Um, we had plants. If you, if you, uh, every child should have at least one sunflower. Um, a sunflower will attract birds and bees and other insects, so they get to witness. Um, they can observe the the insects and animals that come to visit their sunflower. They get to learn where our food comes from as they're planting tomatoes or other um, vegetables and herbs and um, they get to see that biological cycle so they can learn about um, the cycle of the butterfly how it begins with caterpillar and then um, becomes a butterfly and we can create these and do art activities based on um, what they're observing I, we've been talking a lot about how uh, nature helps spark our creativity, inspire our creativity, oh, yeah. help us tap into expressing ourselves. But I, I, I often also think about, and we've, we've talked with some guests on previous shows about sort of the other other direction as well of you know how our ability to imagine and create can also help us reconnect with nature and reimagine, you know, sort of the state of the sustainability in our world right now. Uh, Absolutely. How, how does that intersect, you know, go in both directions, um, how nature inspires creativity, but also how our creative ability helps us rethink our connection to nature. Oh, absolutely. Um, for instance, when we're, um, when we're going out and going on a bug hunt, for instance, with the children, um, and we find maybe, um, we, we chase the butterflies, um, and we, we find maybe a snail, and we pick up the snail, and we put it in a jar to observe the snail. So we're, we're looking at the snail and observing it. We're also realizing and teaching these children that um, the snail belongs to, it, it has its own mummy and daddy or its brother and sister, so we need to put it back safely um, into its environment. So they're learning about love and compassion, and um, that all living things um, should be respected. And so we put it back um, to where um where it's happy environment um and then we we create and make something they're using um other pieces of materials um found in nature to create their beautiful snail that they found and then they go and play with this um snail and they talk to their parents about the snail and how important it is to put it back and so they're understanding and um, their deep connection with nature that all living things are important so we're learning about love and respect of honoring the whole of the planet which ultimately 
um, we fall in love with these creatures. We fall in love with um, the environment that they are, are are living in, and that when we grow up as adults, we want to protect the snail's habitat. We want to protect the turtles that we've created from clay and walnut shells that we found in nature. Um, we want to be able to um, not destroy their environment, so we become more sustainable by not buying, per- making purchases that may be a bit, um, contributing to the destruction of this environment that um, the turtles are living in. So it's it's very much a, a huge step in. Um, what we need to do um, as adults is allow children to fall in love with nature. Only then can we protect um, what we love. And so we're allowing the children to understand um, that this is a beautiful and amazing planet that we live on and, and they will want to protect it. And so we become more sustainable through our actions, our choices that we make as adults. Marganita, on our show, we, uh, as you know, it's called Creativity in Play. And we are really interested in how our guests uh, came to their own uh, playful living and creativity. And so I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about your upbringing um, with your, your parents and your uh, Scottish landscape that you roamed on. Yeah. And then, and then um, how that led you to... To some of your work, but specifically um, about your illustrations and your beautiful, beautiful children's books. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was incredibly fortunate to have the most amazing parents, and um, both art teachers. So I would my my creativity was nurtured at a very very early age. Um, they both loved the outdoors. My father started up. Um, an outdoor education system in the high school that he was the head of art department but he also did outdoor education he was one of the first to start that up in the 70s back in Scotland Um, so I was immersed in nature at a very very young age as well so I had this nature I had this art and I I was loved deeply and love is the core of of everything it's the beginning of everything so if we have this love if we have this nature um, and if we have um, a a way to express ourselves creatively then it's a beautiful beautiful mix so I was incredibly fortunate and lucky to have that and that has been my foundation um, to to go forward in my own um, creativity as an adult which um, was very much influenced by my environment uh, when we moved out of Edinburgh with our two young children we moved up into the highlands in Perthshire and we lived um with uh, having cows and highland cows and sheep um, grazed right next to us. And it was watching these highland cows and the wee calves jumping and leaping just as my own children were doing in our own back garden. Um, and the sheep leaping and chasing and they're just playful, very, very playful. Um, mm. Ignited my imagination and I created my first book character, Toffee the Highland Cow, um, who was very much influenced in my surroundings and watching the playfulness of the animals in the nature. So that was very much a Scottish influence. Then we moved to British Columbia and it was very much the um, the native culture and the First Nations um, philosophy of their deep connection with nature, their love and respect 
and for all of life that had a huge influence on my um, latest um, book character, Orange Moon. Um, and I'd just like to read a tiny little short passage. Um, so Orange Moon sure. is sort of, Orange Moon is just, um, she's, she's about to head into the meadow. The meadow was especially wondrous this time of year. The colour of the wildflowers made her heart sing. She had always loved the vibrant hue so effortlessly displayed in her outdoor playground. Her feather said this was because she was born in the night of an orange moon, quite a rare event. This was also why she was blessed with Orange Moon as her native birth name. Sunbeams kissed her face as she danced her way through the wildflowers, leaving pathways of swaying rainbows that seemed to flow from her long brown hair. Eloise thanked the flowers as she continued to dance through the meadow for their beautiful colours, for their lovely fragrances, and for filling her heart with so much happiness. After some time, she settled down amongst the coneflowers and gazed in wonderment at their beauty. She closed her eyes and breathed deeply, taking in all the magical perfume scents. A smile slowly emerging, she opened her eyes and watched as the dragonflies darted above and around her, and countless butterflies danced like ballerinas from the enchanted flower to the next. Eloise hummed a soft tune and swayed gently, seemingly in time with the native grasses, as if she were one with the wind. Her smile grew and her eyes glinted as a beautiful monarch brushed her cheek. She accepted the silent invitation and gave chase. Now, I think all children should be allowed to chase butterflies and dance amongst the flowers. (laughs) I just think, Mm -hmm. sadly, that's and that's my drive you know you hear about these children with ADHD um, other stress related illnesses and they're they're stuck in this it's like a prison for them and they need to be free they need to be playing in green spaces smelling the flowers chasing the butterflies all children deserve that right and again you are reading from your book Orange Moon yes Wonder of Summer's Day yes well, you were just alluding to the passion that drives you in doing all of this kind of work, and I presume that that's what led you to founding what we mentioned in the introduction, the Let's Go Outside Revolution uh, website yeah. and, and network of people. Tell, tell us about what, what that uh, project is doing and, and who is involved in it. Um, the Let's Go Outside Revolution was about changing the way children spend their time. Um, it, again, it was very much the, a push on um, unplugging children. Um, at the time, I had three, my, uh, my children were teenagers. My, my youngest now is 17, but the older two were um, sort of 15 and, and 18. And, and I was realizing, you know, they were spending a lot more time on, on um, computers and, and gaming. And that concerned me deeply as a parent, but also as a, um, as a teacher and uh, an environmentalist. <clears throat> Uh, and they have a balance. So I was thinking, you know, they're they're the lucky ones. They have a balance. And there's children out there that don't have um, their parents taking them out all the time, going camping and spending time outdoors, just playing with them. Um, and so it was very much about raising the awareness of the importance that children do need that connection with nature. It's vital for their health and well-being. Um, childhood is a time of wonder and um, the, the our, our spirits, um, you know, as a child, te- technology kind of zaps that whole energy, that whole beautiful um, 
wonder and excitement that's outside um, and they're not getting to go out there and, and have that healthy balance of body, mind and spirit, that harmony and that happiness that nature actually gives us and offers us. Of us. So that's really what um, it was about. Um, and uh, it, it's about allowing people to take it and make it their own revolution. Um, we have wonderful people um, in California who started up nature clubs um, and they, they go out and they meet um, just once a month with other parents, bringing their children who are of the same age um, and playing out in nature. There's no real structure to it. I think children have such structured lives now. This is very much about it being unstructured. It's about child-led um, freedom to be in nature, to make their choices, their decisions. So that's really what that's about and still is and, and it's ongoing. I have to say that website, the, the Let's Go Outside Revolution, and your website, which is linked off our show site, just have lots of great <clears throat> quotes from other people as well as yourself about all of what we're talking about today. And for, for people looking for inspiration, I, I recommend going to both of, of Margarita's sites and, and reading just to tickle our imagination a little bit about the, the, these topics we're talking about today. And, and, and one of them that I, I think, too, that you you um, touched on several times is is on the Let's Go Outside Revolution site of you you are what you do, not what you say. And I think coming back to us as parents and adults, so yes. we 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 very much think this is an important topic. But as we all three of us yeah. have talked about today, we we don't actually model it and do it ourselves. Yeah, and, and, and I think yeah, and. And we are the role models. We are. Our children look up to us. Um, so by being this um, positive role model of, um, of, of spending time in nature ourselves and, and understanding um, our own um, creativity as well and incorporating that in our, in our own life, um, children will feed on that and they will be inspired. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's very much about taking um, control and making choices you know we're very I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody about using our computers so much and you know and I, I was very conscious of that of my own children watching me on my computer and so I, I looking up you know having conversations people I, I've I've seen people have conversations and um, with their computers on not looking up and, and talking to their child or on the phone and um, having their phones on and still having that conversation well you're not really having that conversation at all and children pick up on that they know when you're not really there um, and that's disrespectful um, and and so it's 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 changing our own lifestyles as well, and that was very much about the Let's Go Outside Revolution. It's about taking control um, as adults, and that's very much about my push um, on the educating the heart through nature art. It's very much about um, bringing the, the 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 teachers, the educators, the parents, and um, back to rediscovering their own deep rooted connection with nature. And it's not. It's not difficult. We just have to make time, and and it, it doesn't cost anything. And financially, it just costs our time. So it's making that time. It's it's so important. You teach uh, interactive workshops for educators, Marguerite. Can you tell us a bit about those? Yeah, they're fun. You know, you have a classroom of say thirty teachers, and they go, "Oh, well, I'm not an artist. I'm not creative. I can't, I, I can't do any of this because <laughs> I have samples of um, things that I've created." Um, and you know, that's just absolute nonsense. We we're 
all artists. Um, we're all born artists, as the, the famous um, Picasso said, and, and it's trying to retain that as an adult, which is very true, because at some point we kind of tell ourselves, so that's not good enough. Um, you know, it's, it, it, for children, it's very much about the process and when we're being creative, when we're using our imagination. So we have to we have to remember that as an adult as well. Just one of the exercises I do right at the beginning is to get them to draw. We'll look out the window and we'll see a tree, and I'll say, well, everyone, can you draw me this tree? And then we, I ask them to hold up their trees and their piece of paper, and we all look around, and each tree is unique. It's beautifully drawn um, and some will say oh but that's not as good as hers that's not as good as his and I'll go no they're all absolutely beautiful they're all unique they're your creation and that's what children see that's how children feel and it's, it's, it's allowing them to understand that they actually are creative um, we do things like I'll teach them how to make paint brushes from nature and we use a stick all, all that's needed is a, is a branch and some twine and some foliage and we attach that to we attach the foliage to the stick using our twine there we go we have a paintbrush we make earth paint from earth and um, the last time we made it we were in um, an orchard and um, using the cherries as a bit of color we we're squishing down the cherries the cherry orchard and um, adding a bit of color a bit of scent with lavender so here we have from nature paint that we can use and paintbrushes and these and teachers are just having an absolute ball, being creative, <laughs> being messy, and their faces light up. They're they're just transformed by the end of the of the um, session. It's absolutely beautiful to watch. It really is. They become that child again. They become that. Uh, uh, their imagination begins to, to 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 ignite, and they get messy and they get dirty, and they really really enjoy themselves. And they go away with these ideas of um, being creative, of um, connecting with nature and rediscovering that within themselves. And they're passionate about it. Um, And that is, is taken to their classroom which is just a beautiful rippling effect. And that's really why I was concentrating more on the um, the adults and the educators because I knew that although I was having an absolutely wonderful time teaching the children um, in, in my um, outdoor classes, I was only reaching maybe 20, 30 in per class with a teacher um, through these education workshops. You have 30 teachers and they're all going away enthusiastic and wanting to share their love and passion for nature and creativity now and with their children that's a much bigger audience and that means more children getting to be creative and it's in nature with nature and that's beautiful thank you it sounds like magic to me well, it is. And, you know, you, you mix these. We were talking about that earlier. And, and, and when children in nature make something magical happens, or when adults in nature make something magical happens too, you know, nature nurtures creativity. Um, so it's a win-win situation for everybody. And, they're, you know, they're, they're getting that physical activity, which is really good for their physical side of their, uh, of their health and well-being too. So it's, it is. It's, it is magical, truly. In the last uh, minute or two here, uh, you also do an online course uh, to help help people tap into all of what we've been talking about. Can you just say a little yeah. bit about that and, and if you've got yeah. one starting soon? 
Yes, um, it starts up every month. It's a year. It's a year long, so it's for twelve months of the year, um, and it's really, really exciting. We have them all over. We have uh, sign-ups from all over the world. So we have Australia, New Zealand. Spain, Poland, and we're we're discussing ideas as we go along with each other, which is magical because the environments are different, the weather is different, so it's it's really lovely to to mix um, our ideas together and bring this to um, all the children around the world. It's quite magical. Steve. Oh. Is that us? Oh, Do we lose each other? Nope, nope, here oh, we are. Okay. Well, see, and the, on, the, the online one is for anybody. Um, it, you don't have to be an educator. It can be a parent. It can be an organization. Um, so we'd love to have you join us on this magical journey. Well, thanks for sharing about that, and it's great to know that there's so many multiple ways to, to uh, connect with each other and, and even learn about nature by using technology in this case, which is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today on Creativity and Play, Marganita. Thank you. It's been wonderful. Thank you, Steve and Mary Alice. And thank you for all that you do. It's just it's brilliant. Fabulous. Well, you're welcome, and thank you. Um, uh, Our guest has been Marganita Hughes, who's a teacher, author, illustrator, and founder of the Let's Go Outside Revolution. Our theme music is Kindergarten, composed and performed by Jonathan Batiste. And you can listen to this show and previous shows again and find more information about our guests and sign up to be notified about coming shows at creativityandplay.com and find Creativity and Play on Twitter, Facebook, and iTunes as well. Creativity and Play is a production of the International Center for Creativity and Imagination in partnership with the National Creativity Network. I'm Steve Delberg. And I'm Mary Alice Long. I invite you all to post your own drawing of a tree of your tree on our Creativity and Play page on Facebook. Thank you so much.